Hey, hey, it's the Pretty Corrupt Podcast, your inside guide to celebrity scandals and the reality of reality TV. I'm Jordan Ross Myers, the man behind Twitter's notorious Don Gumbelson and Lee Rodswell, along with my co-hosts, Stacey Noel Connor and Nate Safer. Welcome to the Bravo Breakdown. Well, <laughs> where do we begin? Mm. Beverly Hills, I presume. Yeah, I mean, they're in España, so let's go there. Great episode. Yeah, we're going worldwide right now. From Beverly Hills, I'm sorry, Beverly, from Encino to Barcelona. Yay. (laughs) I was going to say bonjour. (laughs) (laughs) Not even going to Barcelona. 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 We know who the highlight of this episode was. Crystal. What a turnaround it's been for her. Garcelle. No, oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Erica. I just we just went through a list of names. Erica. <laughs> Erica has it's such a she was so amusing this this trip. Well, I was joking about the, the crystal part. Yes, Erica. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. Uh Erica was great. I was like, the, like this is the this is the funny thing. Denise should take notes on how to be drunk at a dinner party because Erica just did it right. Now, Erica has done it wrong in the past, but Erica did it very right this time. So whatever combination that Erica was on this time, she should give that to Denise as a gift, maybe as a mea culpa. I'm sorry for whatever I did Mm. five seasons ago. Here's the combination of how to be a fun drunk on camera. What did Dorit called her? The drunk rain man? Although, yes. <laughs> although the thing though that that she, was she, hilarious, she was good at keeping the conversation, but th- she didn't say anything particularly smart. Like she was asking Trevor and the erudites, which is a fun name for them. Uh, she was asking them questions about like the woman said she was from Lebanon and this and that, but she wasn't asking like smart questions. I'm sure Trevor and the others were like, "This woman's kind of an idiot, huh?" But she was I think, she was keeping the conversation no, going. She was asking trivia. She yes, she, yes. she at least understood that these things existed. That's mm-hmm. yes. Is what I would say. There was an awareness that most of them do lack. Like mm-hmm. she knew a few quick mm-hmm. a few quick questions. She was able to like kind of add on to it or like like not just not and go, oh yeah, I know that. It was like yeah, you know, no, she had like true. a receipt to back it up of like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I know what that is. But yeah, at the same time as then we, then we've got we've got our whole talking about you know you've had Merce in a Ziploc bag, Merce, <laughs> like, <laughs> Merce in a purse, Merce is in the purse. <laughs> I wonder if that was in the moment. She, I wonder if that fact that phrase had been like stuck in her head all day since she busted out the ashes Maybe. and um. Because I mean, finally she blurted it mm-hmm. out. It was mm-hmm. good. Yep. <laughs> she got she it got was, started early. I think with it was. It. Oh yeah, she did get started. She'd been yeah. drinking all day. Yep. Yep. Yeah. They. They. So the, the the. I was gonna say their activity started with lunch, right? Shopping and lunch, and that's where the drinking began for her. Yeah. Started with. I hockey. give her. I give her. No, I give the other women credit, not her, because she's like me in this term. I could never like have one drink at lunch, you know what I mean, and just go about my day. It would be especially vodka, like she started with. I mean, Merce in the purse would be the nicest thing I could say at that point. (laughs) I've I've never understood the folks that can do like the martini lunch because I I can stop at a martini, but I I don't want to stop because I'll fall asleep. It's like I if I'm going back to I'm not going back to work. I'm gonna be asleep. This this sucks. I so I Yeah. yeah, bold. Yeah, everybody who's always like it's like, oh I had I had a drink, like let's have a drink at lunch. I'm like, no, I can't focus. Or like people who like look, I'm a huge stoner. Oh fuck. He'll come back. Um yeah. Like I'm a huge stoner, but like I can't get like people who are like get stoned for work. I was like I can't. I was like because also even if I can like do my job well, if somebody comes up and like distracts me from my job, I may not be able to function. Like yeah. I may not be able to talk to you. So and no, there's just the paranoia of being like they they know I did something. They know I, they know yeah. I'm on something, right? Yeah, they know exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yup. Oh my gosh. 
But Erica, Erica was delightful. I enjoyed how she basically like pieced out of dinner though too. Like when it was oh, kind of yeah. done, she, she was like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. And everybody, like, everybody was like, yeah, it's probably for the best. It kind of like when Dory pieced out from the taco dinner and everybody's like, yeah, it's probably time for you to go. It's probably for the best. <laughs> just, just go. Yep. She, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Erica's, She's been on a winning. The one hiccup, of course, is, and she needs to drop it. Is she went back again to the earrings? Yeah, like she wants the attention earring for situation, it. and yeah, but it's like the one thing she should have learned from last season. No one will ever give her sympathy for that topic. No one, and what mm-hmm. she wanted was sympathy, like mm-hmm. the what. It's not going to happen. She's on such a good streak. If anything, make us forget that ordeal happened. And since so she had to bring it up in the middle of her being really amusing, really kind of entertaining, slightly adorable. <laughs> like, yes. I really have been liking her lately. And I never liked her before at all from when she started. So that was a misstep. And maybe it's the drinking. <laughs> I, I loved her in church. That was fun when she was like, you know, in church with her sheer top with, you know, she, she was de- definitely wearing church going clothes for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, mm-hmm. I like I'm going to switch shows for a second. You guys don't watch Miami, um, which is a shame because the fashions on there are just amazing. And, the, and they're, they're a bunch of characters, too. But they also went to a church, a big church um, in Mexico City this this week's episode and there was a lot of like you're wearing that to church and almost like most of them were like i brought a shawl like to cover themselves up because it's like what they were wearing was like that's not appropriate in a catholic church of course my thoughts because i didn't grow up catholic was like god seen you naked anyway it's okay like <laughs> god, god shouldn't that care that's me too <laughs> One of my favorite moments of all time for Phaedra was when she went to a church, I think as she was starting her mortuary business, and she brings out what she called a prayer cloth. And it's just like a handkerchief that she puts over her legs so that the um, in case the pastor gets tempted by her luscious thighs. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine her delivering it. Yes. It was the best thing. She's- She's she's one of the. I wouldn't want the deacon to get tempted. You know, for everything that went ha- that went wrong on 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 Atlanta, like with her leaving and stuff like that, it's a shame because she's like one of the greatest housewives of all time because she's she always mm. had some of the best confessional lines. I mean, basically after Nene leaks, the best confessional lines. It, it, like it's almost mm. almost like, and I'm gonna give it to her, and even even though I hate it, Nene. And then Bethany, because Bethany was great with confessionals and like sharp wit and everything like that mm-hmm. and funny. And then it would be like Phaedra. Like those are like kind of the top three, I would always mm-hmm. say, of them. It is nice. It has been. I could. I could. She's not as like, she doesn't have as much to give on Married to Medicine per se. But I did start watching this season of The Traders pretty much just for Phaedra because I was like, I got to watch Phaedra. And I'm mm-hmm. loving her on this show. I am <laughs> absolutely loving her. Mm-hmm. Side note, speaking of confessionals in Beverly Hills, I do have a fun fact because uh, Vanderpump was always very good. Her delivery was excellent and her like confessional one-liners. She was the one housewife who strong-armed Bravo in production into giving her her questions ahead of time Ooh. so that she could rehearse and prepare. That's why she always had a great delivery. Oh, that's the only some, one. That's some tea right there. It was like one of her conditions, yeah. Oh my god. So I mean, she was she was great in confessionals, mm-hmm. but there's a reason for it. I wonder if she so, hired a writer. Yeah. A ghostwriter. Maybe Carol's ghostwriter? <laughs> <laughs> one other thing with Erica that I've noticed and now I can't unsee it. It was brought to my attention by a friend of the show, awesome listener, uh, Sutton's Purse Vodka on Twitter. Yes. Uh, formerly yeah, ex. her. Her, her is, she is an awesome follow. So her, her ad is SME is the best. Um, mm-hmm. She mentioned it mm-hmm. a few days ago. It was before I had seen the episode that she talked about. She showed a screenshot and basically said that uh, Erica's turning into Betty Davis, her face. Like the, 
instead of Ozempic mm-hmm. face, she's turning into Betty. It's Betty Davis face. And this was before I watched the episodes. Now that was what I was focused on. And she is like drunk Eric at the table. Go back and look at it. She looks like Betty Davis now. I'm like, that is a weird side effect of Ozempic. Or, I'm sorry, Those hormones. Like excuse excuse me, hormones, not Ozempic. Um, but I was, now I can't unsee. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't unsee it. It's like, oh my god, you're right. It's the yeah, the eyes. It's everything. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to notice that this week. Oh my gosh. But yeah. Well, we well, we should retweet. We should retweet that though, so we everyone can get the visual. Yeah. And um, and give her the follow. Give the absolutely. Yeah. Swap, get the follow too, because she is she's hilarious. Awesome. She's awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, you know what was actually amusing? And this is just like classic Simple Housewives, but at least this one was true uh, to her. Where Kyle asked the tour guide, uh, she's explaining where her mm. center of town is anywhere she travels. She needs to know where the Hermes boutique is mm. because that is her compass. <laughs> That's her north, her mm. south. <laughs> that that three minutes of sh- the three minutes of shopping was very funny. With where that just was running funny, around, <laughs> running around buying anything they could find. That was very funny. With the what Dorit bought like seven uh, fans for some reason. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure PK just watches that and goes, "This is this is where it all goes." IRS, <laughs> this is where it all goes. Yeah. Just see, see what she did in three minutes with fans. With fans, she didn't even negotiate. Like, come on, <laughs> you're in Spain, you can negotiate. You basically, if you're not in America, you can negotiate a price down. Even actually, even in America, you can negotiate a price down. So come on. Yeah. I, I would like to yeah. see a new show. Like I've discussed already that how much I love Avi because Avi's the, well, I mean, it's obviously I love Sutton. I just want to get closer to Sutton. So, but I love Avi, mm-hmm. but I also love Manolo, <laughs> their, their tour guide in Barcelona, oh, yeah. Barcelona. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't, I want to watch a traveling show with Manolo and Avi. That show will be <gasps> incredible. Just incredible. He was a trip, man. He made me want to go to Barcelona. You know, I'm sorry. That's just like, like uh, the visual on that that pairing is like be amazing. It'd be incredible. Oh man, that's a that that would be that would be pure comedy because I feel mm-hmm. like they would not get along. Yet Avi, in some ways, would be in love with Manolo. And yet, at, but Manolo would also drive him crazy at the same time. That's why this is going to be an awesome show. Oh, let's do it. Let's talk let's to manifest Bravo about that. this. Yeah. Okay. The Peacock spinoff. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's, let's call up Andy. We've got an idea. Hey, Alex Baskin, <laughs> here's an idea. Oh, um, you know, it was a funny, um, not even funny, but a fun fact. Sorry, I'm full of fun facts today. And one of them is I was picking up on, because this one they spent a lot, which we know um, it's been complained about by other housewives, other cities, that uh, Beverly Hills gets a bigger budget, better treatment, better vacations, etc. And this one... Each each cast member, each housewife got to bring glam on an international trip. Mm-hmm. That's expensive. Um, and then I was like trying to figure out there's always though a way to save money and stuff. There's always like and then I noticed when they were cutting to the house, the villa, they made sure to specify that it was an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. And I was like, boom, Airbnb Airbnb provided. Mm-hmm the accommodations mm-hmm. to show you what in a magnificent villa you could get on their website. So that's a freebie from the network. A magnificent haunted villa. They dropped that storyline, by the way, like the, I don't, yeah. are they still going to be in Bar- Barcelona? I don't know if it's, if it's extending to a third episode, but because I don't recall how this one ended, they were still there, but like the ghost thing was funny. I'm sorry. The, didn't they call it like little people or little, little something? <laughs> yeah. um, but they, they just dropped that completely. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. there's, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like the women have dropped a little hints of like, it's still being creepy to them, but yeah, they've dropped it. I think, it was, yeah, they come back this week. So it was such a missed joke with the, you know, they, they drew numbers for the rooms, you know, like all, you know, the, the women in the first episode and Anne Marie drew the number 10, which was just a missed joke right there. Cause she could never get a 10 from, you know, from her husband. <laughs> um <laughs> 
and uh, and they, I, I think Sutton's the one who put the they put the numbers in a bowl. So it, it was a missed opportunity for Sutton not to put an eight point five in there for somebody to pull room eight point five. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! But it, 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 the joke was just sitting there for her finally pulling number ten. I love that. There, there was something at the lunch that I think Stacy and I would disagree on. Um, where the, it's when uh, Garcelle and Dorit had that heart to heart. And the conversation was great. We learned a lot about them and they moved past their issues with their experiences and stuff. That was great. But Garcelle says at the end, like, you know, this is what we need. Like, I know we talk about Birkins and fashion and money, but our real like connections, our real like life experiences. I was like, no, I, I, I heard that. Don't yeah. plant that seed. I heard that scream no. from Northridge, yeah. like coming down yeah. over the Hollywood Hills towards <laughs> me. I could hear your soul just. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what this that's not the spirit of this show <laughs> yeah. like okay i want to know your connect i want personal connections like your family's deep dark deep dark secrets things like that but when she was like this show's about like it was like almost like sisterhood and relating to each other. I'm like, that's not why I no. watch. No. Don't you steal that. Don't. You're such a misogynist. You're like, I don't want these women to get along. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch them tear each other themselves limb from limb. Society from society. It is my dream. I like toxic, yeah, toxic luxury. Yeah, it is. I want 1% dysfunction. <laughs> so that was i thought of you immediately when i saw that because i could i was totally like i could see the twitter feed being like yes that's what we need yeah that like a lot of people that's yeah and i'm like no (laughs) talk about each other's bankruptcies something tear each other down (laughs) yeah it was a nice conversation though i just didn't want that she didn't need to say the quiet part out loud. <laughs> it's like, no, no, don't, don't start a new trend here. Keep going. <laughs> Stab each other in the back. <laughs> Anything else on Beverly Hills this week? No, I think oh, we Oh, God. Should- we, uh, one last thing about it is this whole Ash thing. I've been counting up how many. there are. This was, I think, number five in Bravo history of the spreading of the ashes. We had, or the retrieving, whatever, ashes. We had Sonia's dog, Milu, which, by the way, Sutton's turned out the same. Spreading it over the water and the wind blew it back onto people. Yeah. How many times, how many times do we have to see this, people, to know, do not spread ashes basically at the beach like we've seen mm-hmm. it on reality television not just on housewives but on other shows we've seen it so many times because the wind factor god damn it people the wind it was it was a legendary gag in the big lebowski mm-hmm. come on yes learn. just learn <laughs> so that was a, that don't do it there and who else do it carol radswell when she retrieved the ashes um then we had mm-hmm. I actually well, didn't. Didn't the they evidence. say that about like Kyle keeping the ashes in her bathroom? Yeah, they like talked yeah. about that in this one. I know it's not like it's not dispersing ashes, but they still mention ashes. Yeah, yeah. And then there were a yeah. few. Of, Eileen Davidson did it once, and so um, there were others. I'm trying to think. There was another one. A pointo is I'm seeing a girls' trip coming with. <laughs> they should just just, just ashes. Yeah. Just no, no, like all these like I mean <laughs> ultimate girls' it's trip ashes. Like a gag now. I guess this was Sutton's trip, so it was her thing to bring it on. But I was I don't know. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, I think a lot of the women were like, "What?" Like Merce in the purse. That wasn't exactly taking it too seriously, but I think a lot of them were like. Yeah. I mean, they have to find reasons to go on these trips. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, I guess I guess we're done with the grown-ups for now and have to head over to Valley Village. Although they're kind of grown-ups mm-hmm. too now, reluctantly. Yeah. But uh, Pump Rules. Mm-hmm. 
my god talk about backstabbing that's yeah. like let's go let's go to that i'll see at least this show too. i can get into because they're all awful people doing awful things to each other and i respect that and so mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. not too much growth here if anything but it was the season premiere yeah. The only person trying to pretend to be a good person and better than everybody is the one who's the worst person in the world, and that is Tom Sandoval. Yeah. Like, it, it, and we didn't even really see him this episode, like, but he still was all over it. Because mm-hmm. we're just like, fucking hell. No. It was like with it's like Kathy all season on on Housewives where they just talk about her like whispers and then they show flashbacks. Yay! But it's mm-hmm. so I watched this Vanderpump Rules, my first ever episode. <laughs> um, great, it's great. Yeah, was it? Yeah, woo woo. Um, but the way they showed like the, I wanted to ask. Okay, so obviously this is my first episode. It's like eleven seasons in. Have the production has the production value always been this good? Like the flashbacks that were mm-hmm. partially black and white, partially um, color. I mean, like I'm like, wow, they're this is an expensive it's show. Definitely, has it always I don't know because I've been watching it since the beginning, so it's definitely like grown and gotten better. But yeah, the flashbacks always have had this like black and white with like either like a blue or purple kind of like pink yeah. pink, pink like put put in there um okay. they've had a decent size budget i would say i think yeah, because it, it cool. did well kind of from the beginning and it was also one of lisa vanderpump sh- yeah Pump, it was lisa vanderpump's show so it's it's always had some money behind it and yeah it was it's been a hit because mm-hmm. yeah i mean not only was it the, the like they're also doing like artistic camera work like the shot at the end when sandwell's walking down the hall and there's like that that lego picture of him and ariana i don't know if it's lego but it looks lego in the way it was like artistically shot down i'm like oh this they're really doing some some photography in this episode there this isn't your typical reality well well i'll say this if you if you watch uh real housewives of miami they have some different camera work though too there they've got a little bit more interesting camera work than any of the other housewives shows so their camera work is a little i would say Vanderpump and um, and Miami have a little bit more similar camera work mm. to each other. It's it's a little, um, but I would still say Miami's actually is a little bit more sophisticated. They do um, a little bit more. What I would say is like uh, taking it portrait mode on your iPhone of like getting you know nice like different uh, focus points and things like that. So um and some different post effects kind of like vanderpump does so yeah sorry to get you off but oh yeah. i was gonna say i'll have nay i'll have to send you some previous season intros though because one place where they skimped on yeah. production this intro was like quick ai like they were okay. just getting it out of the way where previous seasons it's like a cinematic experience it is mm-hmm. the, the intro to pump rules is usually like glorious it's like 45 seconds seconds vanderpump tossing a bag Sexy. and a drink this was just like getting it Drinks out of like the spilling like slow yeah, it's like sexy bartenders <laughs> like i mean if we took like cocktail and like made i don't know you know just like imagine just like like whipping like vodka around as if it was like a like a i don't know like a whip that's gonna get like whoosh, you know sexy whip sexy vodka whip <laughs> yeah yeah this yeah. one this one that was a big letdown for me but it was okay. uh but no the actual camera okay work okay is, uh, my 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 big takeaway from from the moment i started watching it is uh i was like ah james is british did not know that i'd never heard him speak i'd only seen photos and things i'm like never heard him speak wow did not expect that voice oh yeah oh yeah so that was my big takeaway that was my big and I love that they that they're going to be. I guess make it a recurring joke that they always hear planes over their house. Their the house. Yeah, they live, he lives. Li- li- yeah, he lives. That's funny. Right above Burbank, Burbank Airport. So I love how they're. Do you think the producers were doing that on purpose? Every time he's like, "It's just so peaceful here. It's quiet." You see a Southwest oh, yeah. coming. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, dude, mm-hmm. yeah. I have I have a few friends that live in that area of Burbank where the flight path is. And it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a regular occurrence. So. It'd be annoying. But it's a, it's a great school district though. It's an, it looks like a very nice house. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, All it their wasn't places cheap. Very nice, except I think it was like 1.3. It was oh. over a million. So I oh, mean, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. How long have they been together, um, James? And was it Allie? Like, they're not like engaged, right? Are they, but they live together? For now. Of course. Okay. That's what okay. James likes to do, though. He likes to get girlfriends and move in with them pretty quickly and stuff like that. So James can't be alone. Okay. James, James grows on okay. me, although he does do things. Like, if, when James is not drinking, he's a much better person. Like if he so if he can stay sober, then or mm-hmm. you know, stay well, sober alcohol. California wise, sober. California sober, then he's much more enjoyable. I think he I think he, hopefully he's realizing he's still as funny and still as creative without alcohol. Because that's what happens a lot of times with with people with it with creatives, artists in general. Like but I also think I think regular people too you're afraid that you're not as funny. You're not as witty. You're not as creative if you don't have alcohol or, you know, or weed or whatever, you know, whatever mind altering substance it is. And there's a point where you, you go, I can't do this anymore. Maybe I won't be funny. And then you realize, Oh, I am still funny. That person's still there. I just was blocking it when I didn't have alcohol in me because of whatever self-conscious stuff. So working through that self-conscious, those self-conscious things, then you can just let it out. And I think he's realizing, oh, I can just mm. let this out. I'm still me. So yeah. Yeah. I can still be witty and biting. You know, by <laughs> the way, since we're speaking of the homes and housing prices, I mean, I guess we should get into it. I have some facts and figures. <laughs> this whole thing about Ariana and Tom dividing the house. Oh yeah. You know, he wants he wants so what I gathered from it is he wants to buy her out. He wants to keep the house. He'll pay her to leave cuz they bought it 50/50. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want him to buy it out, right? Because she Can wants I him. Say mm. Well, sorry, cuz I watched the whole Nick Vile um <laughs> uh podcast interview with with Tom and Tom. And he was, he, the way that like Tom Sandoval was justifying it. He was like, he was like, when my parents got divorced, my, my mom kept the house. When somebody, when somebody else in my family got divorced, my dad kept the house. When her parents got divorced, her mom kept the house. Like all these things of like, and he kept saying, somebody always keeps the house. And that was like his justification about like why he didn't want them to sell it and split it. Whereas like, and then. And then Tom Tom Schwartz is next to me. He's like, he's like, yeah, Katie and I just we just sold it and split it because that was just easier. <laughs> it was like, and I could just feel Tom Sandoval being like, you're just undermining me. So, yeah. so because they brought up the the, the whole Ariana lawsuit, so I want to hear more because you looked into it more because I know that Sandoval was sweeping it under the rug, and he just feels justified that it should be my home, and I, I'm paying her well over, I'm offering her well over what should be da 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 da, and she's like, oh. yeah, well, so yeah, his side is he wants to keep the house and buy her out so then she couldn't move forward or whatever um and her argument at least in the beginning of this episode was he ruined her life if she has to move he has to move too why does he get the Mm -hmm. comfort of staying and keeping his life in order while she's the one who's kicked to the curb there's Mm -hmm. a little resentment and spite there and then she and then she moved to court this past week or so and asked the courts to rule that he can't buy her out, that it has to be sold to a third party on the open. She does not want him staying in it, whether he pays her or not, which is a little petty, which is good. I celebrate spite and toxicity, so I'm not judging her. But so I was looking in the numbers on the house, basically, to figure out where it is, what the finances are. So he claimed that he made her an offer with the house valued at $3.1 million, which is the fair market value. So he wasn't trying to lowball her. And they paid for the house a few years ago $2.1 million. Now it's worth $3.1. And he's willing to pay her at the rate of that $3.1. They don't own a lot of the house. This is where I started digging. <laughs> they paid $2.1 and their outstanding mortgage is about $1.6 million. They put they much. put down about 20%, which is standard, basically 200000 each into mm-hmm. the house. So him taking – so they don't own the house outright. They don't make that kind of money on pump rules. Like th- this is a stretch for them. I don't know where 
he claims to have made her an offer in cash based on the 3.1 value, which would give her back 1.55 mil. Not too shabby. I don't know where he'd come up with it unless he's taking a second mortgage on his. No clue. Uh, he's a touring musician. I mean, he's been he sells out tens of yeah. tickets for every show. <laughs> well, this is my this is my question: is that if 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 he buys her out, then does does the mortgage paperwork change to everything in his name? Like, because if that's is she worried about paperwork? Because if her name is still mm-hmm. on that mortgage. And stuff like that, because I I've never owned a home, so I don't know all those ins and outs of of mortgages and titles on on homes. But I can imagine with everything, knowing the stacks of papers that people have to sign for these things, yeah, it's not super easy to change all of that. It can take a lot of time. And if you got somebody like Tom Sandoval, who honestly isn't that responsible to do things in the first place, who. Yeah whose old assistant who's going to appear in this ep- this season and has apparently left him and is like basically oh. like I bought all the toilet paper I bought all the batteries that you're saying that you bought for Ooh. everything yeah she started a new podcast it it begins this week um I'm not saying that I don't want people pe- listen to our podcast and then go listen to her podcast um I can't remember yeah. the name of it but I'm sure if you get Google and Tom Sandoval assistant podcast you'll find it um but I want to hear that T but like, I'm sure that Ariana doesn't trust Sandoval A to pay her, B to help make sure that it's like her name's off the paperwork, things like that. I can just imagine. Yes, where are these balloons coming from? Uh, I can just imagine that. Yes, <laughs> these <laughs> these balloons. I don't understand. Why am yeah. I the only one this happens to? I get these yeah. weird yeah. things coming up. Um. She just, I, I totally understand A, being petty about it, being like, you don't get to live here when you blow up my life, no matter how successful I got to be and like money I made out off of it. But also I don't trust you because I'm afraid you've already dragged me down for the last few years that you won't continue to drag me down. Like I mm-hmm. sell the house, it's a clean cut. And so, and so in my opinion though, yeah, she's maybe being a little petty, but he's being super petty. He's being super... When his justification is like, somebody always keeps the house. I'm like, no, my parents got divorced. They split the house. They sold the house and split it. Like, actually, most people that I know when they've gotten divorced, they sell the house and they split it. I guarantee you, if he keeps the house somehow, it will bankrupt him. Well, Very quickly. that's why I think she should take the money. If it's a... Like I said, I started this with where is he getting the cash from? Because he's claiming mm-hmm. it's a cash offer, and I highly doubt that. He doesn't have that kind of money. If it was at fair market value, I would take it and run if I were her because interest rates are high. High-end real estate is slowing down. Their house jumped basically 50% in like two or three years. So I would do it and then let him – let him sink because he can't afford a $3.1 million mortgage. But I just, I don't trust Sandoval and I don't feel like all the information he's putting out there is true. Like that he has the cash to do it, that he's doing this like without any conditions or, so I agree with you. I I feel like we're missing, we're missing something because if someone offered that to me, she could, she would be making a quick half a mil cash. She could run and she'd mm-hmm. be free from the home. There has to be something else. Can't go on mm-hmm. Sandoval's math. Or no. word. I, I love that this is playing out almost exactly like Brad Pitt and Angelina with their French mm-hmm. vineyard, just on a much, much smaller scale. Like the storyline's almost identical, except that's a vineyard worth hundred over $100 million. And this is like a tiny house in Valley Village, but basically the same story. <laughs> It's great. Vineyards, Valley, same. Yeah, same thing. Same Do you thing. know, by the way, I don't, I actually don't know. I'm asking when the Valley premieres because the spinoff is going to happen within an episode of Pump Rules. I, it's going to go directly. I thought I s- saw somebody tweet about it that the spinoff occurs somewhere like halfway mm-hmm. through the VPR season. Something like that. Was that you who said it's, that? It's March oh, okay. 19th. Oh, okay. 
Oh, that's sooner. That's sooner yep. than I thought. Yep. So in about a okay. month and a half, it'll it'll. It, that's what Variety mm. said. That is mm. what Variety said. So yeah. Oh, you know, and um, I know. Oh, oh, I was gonna say another fun fact. This yeah. sort of relates to PCP, but um, you know how the thing is that Sandoval blocks Summer Moon, Sheena's, Sheena's little baby, <laughs> and I get. I, <laughs> I like to believe he's that petty, but I was thinking about it because they do, you know, social media and stuff. And she said he blocked her, her podcast, and her child. And I know that when you block someone, you have the option to just block them from any account they're logged into. Hence why none of us can see Lisa Rinna's Instagram. (laughs) She blocked, I don't know if it was the podcast or one of us, probably the podcast, but none of us can see Lisa Rinna's now. Because guess what? Um, Sheena, her podcast, and her child are all logged in on the same phone. So the way Instagram blocked Brock as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And apparently he said that in the after show, he was like, yeah, I just, and I believe him. He was like, he was like, when I block people, it'll come up. Do you want to just, you want to block any other accounts associated with this? And I always yeah. hit that. He was like, so that's how I block summer moon. <laughs> and I don't blame I him. Like I'm a person, if I block you, I, then I don't want you to see shit. Like, so yeah, no, exactly. So and it's true with Sheena, I have to say, she would just hop over to her little girl's account and creep through his. Yeah. Hello. He's Sandoval doesn't honestly think that he threw, how old is the, the child? Three, you said? Um, like a, that a three-year-old is actually using a social media account? Clearly, that's that's the mom's burner, obviously. I did, because she is such like a cute little girl and stuff, and he is kind of evil. I did want to picture him storming around the house, being like, I hate her face. I hate her stupid little <laughs> face. I'm blocking her. <laughs> <laughs> if I have to see her on a the, pony uh, one uh, more the- time, like, no. <laughs> Since since this was my first episode, and I'm looking at it through the eyes of a child, so every <laughs> eyes of summer has moon, a fresh start in my opinion, <laughs> the, the eyes of summer moon, the eyes of a three year old uh, in Marie and Del Rey. Um, like I know you guys have talked, I've I've read so much about how Schwartz is not particularly likable. I guess is that I don't know if that's a proper way to describe him, but j- I would say his people pleasing oh, nature puts him into positions where he becomes unlikable because he's unwilling to stand like, like a lot of it is like, finally people realized, Oh, your marriage is falling apart because you don't stand up for your wife, your partner of 12 years, you throw her under the bus and take your best friend who that's great that you're best friends and you stand up for, for Tom Sandoval, but this man will throw you under the bus. Whereas like this woman literally has tried to do everything for you. In fact, bring you on a television show and, and give you a career and yet you will never take her side. But, but at the same time you try to, pe- you, you try to people please, you try to play both sides. So like, it's that whole thing of like a friend all is a friend to none. Sheena kind of mm-hmm. does the same thing. So okay. Sheena, she, actually Sheena and Tom Sandoval, Tom Schwartz have a similar problem of that people pleasing that, that makes them a villain at times. Cause, Cause my, just having only seen this, um, he just gave off like huge, like recently divorced dad, single dad vibes where he lives in this kind of sad apartment surrounded by his mm-hmm. plants. Like it was kind of funny that in the beginning he's talking about how he's into plants. And then there's that shot of him sitting on his couch, literally surrounded mm-hmm. by plants. He's, and he has pet he's bugs. He's talking to them. Um, he's talking to and his like, plants. Yeah, he's talking to them. He he just, I mean, by the end, I wanted to give him a hug. Like when he was at Tom Tom and he asked the bartender, he's like, can I, can I just get a mm-hmm. hug? And I was like, oh, I would give you a hug right now. You're just yeah. sad. I don't, I, but I had no, I had no frame of reference for like how good or bad yeah. a person he is. If you're, if you looked at this as a standalone episode, you'd feel bad. He's I not feel a bad, bad for him. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like. He's when forty they now. Scream. Now, no, but I don't like. He's when, the, like, he's they the sw- human embodiment of weaponized incompetence. That is what he is. <laughs> True, <laughs> but I do <laughs> like when they're like you. He covered up. The big thing is some people are like you're just as bad as Sandoval. You covered up for him the whole time, and you're a bad friend to area. No. He was covering up for his best friend. That's what you do. So that I don't hold him. I don't hold him against him. That's what you do. Ariana was his best friend's girlfriend. Your loyalty lies to your friend. So 
I understand that. I mean, they don't have to forgive him. They're within that. Like, if I were Ariana, I'd want to stab him too. But to make it sound like it was, I guess, actually, Nate, that's always been a theme on the show is that he's more loyal to his friends than his girlfriend. Or at the time, mm-hmm. or Katie, his ex-wife, no, okay. he will always mm-hmm. be loyal to his guy friends. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, and so I guess yeah, those and, are kind of- okay, okay. And kind of like the thing of like him basically being like, you know, Ariana blocked me, and it's like kind of like Ariana like me, like me, say hi to me, like be the kind thing. And Ariana's like, no, I don't have to be mm-hmm. your friend. And I was like. Thank you. I'm so glad that like she's holding her ground with him because that's the thing is that he is so sweet and he kind of this whole like aw shucks Midwest mentality like he kind of gets away with a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and and he okay. just and but he uses that because he'll be like basically she finally blocked him because he because of that whole thing of him saying you should just give Tom Sandoval a hug. And she was like, that's a step too far. Like, please, yeah. like you've defended him enough. Like all of this stuff, I'm letting it go, like whatever. But like when you're telling people basically to forgive him and he's still throwing my name in the mud and he's still doing all of this and like every, it's like, this only happened a few months ago and you're expecting me to be over this. They had a nine year relationship. They were basically common law married. Like, mm-hmm. no, like he just, he doesn't have okay. any frame of okay. reference because because yeah because he's always more loyal to the guys and guys tend to like quote unquote get over stuff faster which we know they secretly don't let's be honest with you but you know it just depends on who it's true women are just more open with our um need to hold on to things men are not but men do hold on to things they just they hold it inside and then they have a heart attack 20 years later that's what happens <laughs> mm-hmm. or they get yeah, yeah. or according Absolutely. to lisa Rennett, they get cancer you know so that's what happens oh, you hold on to your <laughs> anger and it makes you sick later <laughs> that's what happens to men <laughs> so I, I did like stacy just on a personal note the the last um girls night scene at the end of the show was where you know where we met the bar yes, where we met. At the it den. was. Is that where it was? Yeah, that was that was. I, I mm-hmm. became well. Yeah, I, I became that like the Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio gift from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where I'm like snapping and pointing at the TV. I'm like the den. <laughs> yeah, it it it, it, it used to be a different place. It used to be like a, not a dive bar, but like a neighborhood yeah. spot. Even though it's across the street from the chateau, so it I, it has like prime real estate. But now, like post pandemic, it's turned like. Uh, you guys have talked about this for years, and I partied in that neighborhood on that stretch. I have no idea where this den is. I need to. It's I'll, kind I'll of Google like a, map it. It's like well, I mean, I haven't yeah. been there since um, since I left there, but it it was kind of like a hidden gem in the sense of like, mm. yeah, it was like a neighborhood bar. It didn't feel too pretentious. It could get. On Friday and Saturday nights, they had a DJ and it would be pretty packed in there, like basically from about 11 p.m. on till closing. Like, and especially, especially, yeah, if you were like in your like 20s, early 30s, great place to go to on the Sunset Strip. That also was like affordable and it also had food. So it was a great place for like dinner um, and on the weekends, like, you know, lunch and stuff like that. So, but they, yeah, post pandemic, they did a, like a little bit of a remodel, a little spruce up, new flooring, new paint, stuff like that. They they Too they fancy. changed a bunch of the menu. I think the menu thing, a lot of the stuff on the menu that changed, and I was like, is it near yeah, like? A, is you, so you yeah. said it's across from Chateau Marmont. I've been eighty, literally. I've been eighty six from like, there, and then it would be by Saddle Ranch. Underaged, I was eighty six. No, 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 no. It's it's um, oh, it's it's basically. I mean, it's across from the chateau, but it's really across from Pink Taco, like like right across the street from Pink Taco, which used it's to be next to yeah, yeah. You probably walked Miyagi's. It's it's next it's, to where Dublin's used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I'm sure you've probably gotten kicked out of there too. Yeah, yeah, honestly. no. Wouldn't you know surprise what? You me. probably uh, bought. We probably all three of us have been there at the yeah. same time. To be honest, <laughs> you probably bought cigarettes from the newsstand that is right outside the parking lot, right there. Because there's a there's the there's a little newsstand, a little yellow newsstand on Sunset, mm. and there's a parking lot that goes down, and then there's 
because there's like pinches tacos, then there's a building and then there's a newsstand and then there's a parking lot. And then there's another like little tiny little, like you see the side of a building and you're like, what's this? And then there's a building. And then there's what used to be Dublin's that I don't know what the fuck they made that place, but I miss Dublin's. That was, those were the days. Dublin's. You know, though, who's getting... Okay, she's not. She's not of age to go bar hopping, and we won't imply that yet. But we do have a birthday to celebrate on here this week. Mm-hmm. And over in Franklin Lakes Who? or Tawak, I don't know. I don't know the... New Jersey! Melania Giudice <laughs> turns 18. She's 18, Yes! And it's and it's less creepy. We're not being an Olsen twin type of. Tr- she's turned eighteen. Yeah. It's more of like a, oh my gosh, we literally have watched this this child grow up yeah. in front of our eyes. If you've been watching New Jersey since the beginning, like she was like three, yeah, I think, when she first life. came on. Yeah. So when I saw that they, I saw the meme that somebody posted, basically of Lynn Curtin in the, in the hospital getting an IV from OC, and it was like you know me finding out that that Melania and Judice turned eighteen and been watching her since she was there. I was like, oh yeah, that's me right now. I was like, oh my gosh, are you serious? Are you serious? She used to be. She used to be my favorite Bravo Housewives child. The, the mm-hmm. when she was just a sassy little Joe Pesci, feed me pizza, you old troll. She was a character. Um, now she's blended in with the other girls, and like I haven't, I'm not as cl- zeroed in on the show. So I'll, I'll have Teresa's sister, not sisters, daughters, daughters. Teresa's daughters. Now I'm like they're the all daughters. so grown up. I can't tell one from the other. But no, I remember they all look alike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those those I was gonna say those Teresa jeans are strong. Yeah. Those kids just look like three clones of her. yeah. Yeah, it's there's wild. there's one that looks more like Joe, um, Gabriella. She mm-hmm. she looks less like a like a, a, a oh, for fuck's sake, what's what's their what's their fuck Gorga? She looks less like a Gorga, and she looks more like yeah. a Judice. But all the rest of them look like Gorgas. So, the and I don't mean that Gabriella looks like a man. She just takes after that side of the family more. The she coloring is different. She, Yeah, she's got light eyes. She's got smaller eyes, like because the other girl's got Teresa's big eyes and stuff like that. She's got lighter hair. She's just got a she's got a a little bit of a different look. Fairer complexion. Mm -hmm. I mean, and soon enough, though, like within a year or two, it's Adriana is going to be graduating. We're like, we 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 started this show without you. Actually, we watched a reunion with you and and Teresa's belly. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Okay, oh do you feel God. old now, finally, Jordan? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. I prefer not to do the math. Questions lead to answers. So, <laughs> What else was it? Oh, I mean, I guess we should, we should say we're saving the Grammys for pop culture coming up next. But big Bravo news came from the, from the Grammys red carpet tonight. Candy Burris is leaving... She says leaving was is leaving uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta after what mm-hmm. fourteen seasons? 14. Four, is it fourteen yeah. years or fourteen seasons? Fourteen seasons, I believe. Fourteen. Yeah, seasons. yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, she's she's the OG. Like, well, Sheree's the OG. Sheree's been there since season one, um, but Candy came, I think, season two. So, yeah. She can, Candy's been the anchor of the show mm-hmm. in the absence of the time. OGs. So she's like the OG mm-hmm. by default. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of theories about her leaving. Um, she says she's decided to quit that her, you know, or take a break, you know, which mm-hmm. is such a hot, but uh, such a phrase these days in Bravo with on pause, etc. Um, so it's hard to read into because she says she decided to step away and take a break. But I do know that um, what a couple weeks ago she was on like Amazon Live or IG Live or something complaining that Bravo hadn't sent the paperwork out yet. She was still waiting on her contract. And so I oh. wonder, I know with ratings have not been great and she is one of oh. the highest paid housewives across Bravo. 
Um, I wonder if they have to look at doing a cash shuffle and for one candy salary, they could get like three or four newbies. And so perhaps she's had her run. So I don't know if it was truly Candy's call, if Candy saw the writing on the wall and chose to step away ahead, Mm -hmm. a mutual decision. And we'll kind of never fully know because she is on good terms with Bravo. And Bravo, generally, unless you really screw them over, they have a policy of staying quiet and letting the housewife spin their departure however they want. Um, they, they, they give them that dignity at least so they can say whatever. And as long as you're not attacking them, they'll go with it or stay quiet. So it's kind of like Kensington palace, the mystery, (laughs) the mystery of like Kate Middleton's whereabouts. We'll never fully know for now, but I mean, there are so many Atlanta experts out there and podcasters and things who will know the real answer, but I have my own like, I know the inner workings of Bravo and like the contract stuff. And I'm like, I don't fully think she just woke up one day and said I was done. Very, very few housewives have done that completely on their own. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I guess we'll just have to dig That's into it. That's breaking news. Like it just yeah. came out as we were diving into this. So. Farewell, mm-hmm. Candy and the old lady gang. Perhaps it's a pause. Perhaps it's a cast reshuffle, a reboot. I do not know. But it does pave the way for Phaedra, who we were just talking about, and her mm-hmm. return, potentially. Mm-hmm. So, well, I don't think we were up for Grammys tonight, but if you could help us win a few awards, we'd appreciate it. Head on over. <laughs> Uh, to uh, Pretty Corrupt Podcast. Make sure to rate, subscribe, review, and follow. We're on Instagram and TikTok at Pretty Corrupt Podcast and on Twitter at Pretty Corrupt One. And of course, there, all our individual accounts are linked Stacy's, Nate's, and mine, uh, where you can follow our own destructive paths through life. And again, we have two episodes now. This is Bravo Breakdown. We also have PCP Pop Culture. So depending on which episode you listen to first, we'll see you next week. Cause, cause, cause. Yeah.